Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. It is I, your host, Diana Jebbia. Hey, if you're not already, go follow me on uh, Instagram, TikTok, at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Uh, make sure while you're there, you follow Believe, too. Believe podcast and Believe lifestyle. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. We've got plenty of amazing shows for you to check out, no matter what you're interested in. If you like sports, we got shows for that. If you like more Bravo stuff, we definitely got more Bravo shows too, plus pop culture, beauty, a little bit of everything for everyone. So go check it out. How have you been over the past couple weeks? Because I admit I've been a little MIA, um, but as Eminem says, guess who's back, back again. Um, Diana's back. Tell a friend. I have just been so like busy and burnt out, and I don't mean it as like, I've been so busy like look at me I just have so many things to do no I I just don't know what's up in the air but everything was just so crazy and like taking a toll on me and I needed to just take a break so I'm sorry that came at the expense of not talking to you for a week but I'm back uh how was your Halloween I had hands down one of the best Halloweens ever like so on it was like hollow weekend I'm not even kidding you on Saturday night I went to go see Danny Elfman, which if you've listened to the show before, you know I am obsessed with him. And I got completely decked out in like a lace bodysuit, very witchy, went to the Hollywood Bowl, which is so special. If you're ever in L.A. and an artist you like is performing at the Hollywood Bowl, or even if an artist you don't like is performing at the Hollywood Bowl, you should check it out because it's just this beautiful outdoor like amphitheater. The acoustics are chef's kiss, top notch, amazing. And... I don't know that it's just got a, a very nice spirit to it. I can't explain it. Like I was texting someone after the show. This is so embarrassing, but because you're my bestie, I'm going to admit it. Um, I was texting someone the next day. They're like, how was the show? How was the bowl? And I was like, the bowl is so special. And I started crying. I'm like, oh, my God, we need to talk to someone about that because that's not normal. That is not normal. I actually had to look up. So I went here, continuing my Halloween again, because this will kind of fold into one another. I went to Disney World. I took a couple hours off of work, not like playing hooky. They knew about it. It was legit. But I took an hour, a couple hours off of work and went to Disneyland for Halloween and got to ride the rides, which is pretty neat. And like while I'm in the happiest place on earth, I'm literally Googling, is there such a thing as post-show depression? And yes, there is. So I'm glad to know I'm, I'm not alone about that. But uh, yeah, busy, busy Halloween weekend, Um, but I I had a fun one, and now I'm kind of sad that we're out of the Halloween season, but to be fair, there's like a lot of horror stuff out here in LA, so Halloween will live on, and I'm going to be excited for Christmas because I get to see my family again, and my cousin's getting married in, I was going to say in New Jersey, which that wouldn't be exciting at all, not, well, that's a lie, it would be exciting if he got married, but it's even more exciting because he's getting married in Florida, in Disney World, so I'm going to have like a big family adventure in Disney World to tell you all about, and that'll be great, so... Now that I've chewed your ear off about my personal life and you're like, why the hell is she telling me all this? Her concert depression, Disney. 
uh, let, let's talk about what you actually came here for, which is Bravo stuff, right? Um, huge, huge thing happened yesterday. So, oh, wait, they, they already identified this guy. Geesh, page six has no chill. Um, Lala Kent has a new man and he was in a picture. So she posted a picture and it said, good morning, off to work. And it was a picture of someone's ear, which normally you'd be like, oh, that's, that's gross. I don't want to see someone's ear. But this guy is tattooed from the neck up to like the sideburn area and then the inside of his ear like that big cartilagey part is tattooed so it was like an interesting ear it wasn't like a gross ear um so she shared that on her story and we're like oh new man new man and uh page six has identified him so uh wait did she did she identify him i don't think she did i think they just found out okay since they're saying at first i wasn't gonna blow the secret but now that page six put it out there i bet all bets are off so let me read their article um lala ken's attempts to remain coy about her mystery man have fallen short as page six can exclusively reveal that the model don lopez is the person behind the face tattoos um they matched up the ink and found him okay well that's a little shady i don't know if i love that but again it's out there so i'm just gonna say it he is cute he not only does he have a nice ear but he has a nice face too which is good because if he only had a nice ear i mean not to judge someone by their looks but like it's weird to date someone for their ear but you know if that were the case you do hurt you it still probably would have been an improvement from randall and again i don't like going for the looks but when you allegedly cheat on your pregnant fiance and then not take care of your baby as lala claims like we can go for the low-hanging fruit um so apparently he's a model don lopez he's modeled for balenciaga Givenchy, Gucci, Sean John, and Boohoo Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how the, the brand is spelled. It's like I've heard of Boohoo before, but it's one word. It's Boohoo and then Man is in all caps. So it's like Boohoo Man. Oh, and he also enjoys bike riding. They felt the need to put that in. That's so random. Like he's a model. He enjoys bike riding too. Maybe they'll go on some bike rides um, down the strand together. That would be nice. Uh. So they just go back to say how she told Jeff Lewis that um, she met a guy, a friend was trying to hook her up with him, and they finally met, and they had a lot of fun. Uh, she also loves his brain. He's very smart. Good for her. You know, I, I like that. I really think that Lala has been put through the ringer with Randall and everything I mentioned that happened to them before. And you know what? Someone commented on my TikTok like, well, if you start off as the mistress, you're going to end up the mistress. And it's like, stop it. We all know, or we smart people know, that if everything Lala is saying is true, I believe her, but the reason I'm putting that disclaimer on is because I don't want to get sued, and uh, yeah, that's the reason why. So if all that's true, then Randall exhibits the traits of a narcissist, and narcissists will lie to get whatever they want. So he probably told Lala he was separating. It's happened to so many people, and people always want to blame the woman, and that is a double standard in society that we need to get rid of because Randall's ass shouldn't have been cheating in the first place, okay? Okay, but Lala is not the only Vanderpump rule star to hit the headlines this week. I feel like this cast plays the game very well um 
Their new season should be coming back soon. I feel like I heard January somewhere, but I completely could have made that up. Don't hold it against me. But they know how to like gear themselves up and and start drama on socials so people get like ready to watch. You know what I mean? That's what's been going on this week. So obviously we know that Katie Maloney, Tom Schwartz, they got a divorce or they're in the process of getting a divorce. And rumors are flying that Tom and Raquel were a thing, right? Which also, I don't know. That might have just been a quick thing. I'm sure it'll all be explained next season of the show. It, it better be. Imagine if they don't. Imagine if they go all season and they don't address it once. We'd be like, what the hell? What the hell? Um, I want to put it past Bravo to pull something like that. But anyway. So I don't know how much of them being a thing, if it happened, is still going on because then there were rumors that like Tom's interested in Taylor from Southern Charm, Shep's ex-girlfriend. And I don't know. People are saying they should hook up. They would be a good thing. So I don't think anything seriously is going down between Raquel and Tom. But the rumors were flying that there was something there. And... Recently, Raquel at BravoCon wore a Tom Tom Bedazzled shirt. And those things are the center of drama in Vanderpump Rules Nation. Like, if you have a bedazzled Tom Tom shirt on, you might as well have a scarlet letter on you that says, I slept with the owner of Tom Tom and I am in trouble because I own one of those. But again, I will remind you, I paid for mine with my own money. Not not to judge anyone who's done anything for a Tom Tom shirt. You do you. I'm not judging you. More power to you. But I did my buy mine with my own money from Eddie Valentine official on Instagram. Nice guy. Anywho. So that Tom Tom shirt, she wore it to BravoCon. She wore it. It was really cute, actually. She had like a gold one. Mine's the pride one. Uh, hers is a sweatshirt. She was wearing it, rocking like the high boot Tom Tom sweatshirt. Um, probably booty shorts under that look at BravoCon. And she, someone posted, or she posted it to her story. And then one of the fan accounts reposted her and was like, what was she even thinking with doing this? Like, who did she, what did she think she was pulling? And Katie chimed in with the haven't you people ever heard of? No. She chimed in and said that she's a fan of the, she was a fan of the show. Now she's a fan of the Toms. She's just a fangirl, right? And uh, Raquel then made her statement on my friend Sir Rules' page and was like, I am a fan of the Toms. I support their business. I just want them to do well. I think that was a really, really classy response it made Raquel look good. But then Tom Sandoval was frothing at the mouth to get involved. Like, this is his moment. For Halloween, it's on Monday, obviously, he dresses up as Raquel. You know Tom loves a costume, and you know he loves a moment to be dramatic. He dressed up as Raquel in the sweatshirt. So he, like, got an ombre blonde short wig. He wore the sweatshirt. He wore the high boots. He wore the shades. But that's not all. He posted on his story um, the picture of him as Raquel and was like, what is Raquel even doing at TomTom? Tom? That's so embarrassing. 
And then he posted in a slide, Raquel's wallpaper is the picture of her in the TomTom Tom outfit. I'm going to assume that's her phone. It's really cute. It's a cute picture. But TomTom, TomTom, just Tom Sandoval copied the picture and made it his phone wallpaper and posted the side-by-side phone stories. And then... Um, what else happened? He kind of just went on and on, like posted a story with Raquel as her. And he is loving this because the past few seasons of the show, Katie really drove a wedge in his friendship with Tom. And I don't say that to blame Tate, to blame Tatey, to blame Katie. I say it because Tom was kind of rude about it. Like, listen, your best friend gets married. I'm sorry. It's the natural way of life. You kind of get knocked down a peg. It's just what happens. And he's loving the chance at getting back at Katie and getting to kind of hide the pleasantries and show his true feelings towards her. But here's my next question, okay? He's having fun with Raquel now, having a dig at Katie. What if by some chance that Tom and Raquel get serious? What if that happens? Will the fun still continue or will Tom start to resent Raquel? for being the new person in his life. These are the questions that I have us. Like, sands in an hourglass, these are the days of our lives. Um, I don't know. I just think that Tom Sandoval wants to be number one in every aspect of his life. He wants to be number one guy in the group. He wants to be number one to Ariana, and he wants to be number one in his friendship with Tom. And he's having his fun now, but, you know, if Tom ever gets to settle down again, I, I think we're just going to walk into the same issue we had before. I don't think that was completely exclusive to Katie. Do I think Katie and Tom, they just were especially volatile? Like, their their personalities were like oil and water. I was going to say oil and vinegar. I forgot who else said that, but that would make a great salad dressing. Oil and water do not mix. So I think their personalities just also didn't mesh together. But I also think it's partially because Tom just wants to be number one and he likes the drama and he wants his best friend and he wants everyone to love him. And it just doesn't work out that way all the time. You know what I mean? So I'm sure we're going to see more of that dynamic on this season of the show. And I personally can't wait for it. I think this is Vanderpump Rules last last chance to get it together. If they have a good season, then they could go on for another one. But if they don't, they should just kind of knock it out. That's Those are my two cents on, on the Vanderpump Rules situation. Um, so I do want to talk about The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. However, I haven't watched the episode yet because my DVR last night was being so uncooperative. So I'm going to try again tonight. But however, there was a magical tweet from Lisa Barlow that we need to discuss. Lisa Barlow, I feel like I need to eat my words because season one, I thought she was so boring. I thought it was going to be her last season on the show. I would have put money on that. However, she has proven me wrong. She comes up with so many entertaining gems on the show. Obviously, we have, hello, baby, gorgeous. Hi, how are you? And I would love a Diet Coke. Like, literally, sometimes I used to not be a soda drinker, and now I will have the occasional fountain Diet Coke, usually at an amusement park in Lisa's honor. And I always, when someone asks me what I want, I say, I will love a Diet Coke, please, in her honor. But um, she's come out with another gem, and it was just a tweet. Obviously, we know on the show she's being accused by Whitney of doing sexual favors for getting her tequila out. And there was like a mention of, I think, the Utah Jazz is their team. 
I think that's their team. I don't know sports for getting like courtside seats. Um, but okay, I should correct myself. She's I think Whitney said sexual favors and Meredith's like, I just said favors. I didn't say sexual favors. So Lisa's whole response to this, which again, I didn't see the new episode yet. So I don't know if something further happened, but she said, and I have, I always read her tweets in her voice in my head. It's so, how can you not? She's like, I have never done a sexual favor for anything. I deserve presents for breathing. And honestly, we all deserve presents for breathing. You know what, Lisa? You just like gave us the mantra for 2023. Happy New Year. We deserve presents for breathing. I want everyone to live their life with as much confidence as Lisa Barlow had when she was typing that tweet because that is a whole ass mood and a half. I feel like I should put that in my dating profile. I deserve presents for breathing. I love it. I love it. There's just something so endearing about her, honestly. She's definitely come a long way. I used to be a very big Meredith fan and not so much lately. I don't, I'm not loving her this season. Are you liking The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? I feel like they're really stepping it up. I feel like Potomac is amazing as usual. Uh, I've said it before in this podcast, but those two shows are really holding all the franchises on their back. Beverly Hills was a disaster this season. It was a huge disappointment. And I saw something somewhere. I've seen, again, I, I go on these brands, but some of these fan pages have like the submit anything anonymously um and people will submit and I think sometimes that people submit for clout that's not the fault of the fan page I'm not saying don't have that feature but I just think sometimes people submit for clout and I saw two entries on a page one of them was like they're putting Lisa Rinna on pause because of all the stuff that has been going on with the Kathy Hilton accusations and nothing really ever came of that and then I saw another one that like they're just going to put the whole show on on pause like they did with New York City, which New York City now completely wiped and recast. And that legacy show that we all like heard was coming out with the original Housewives. We never heard anything further than that. And Heather McDonald from the Juicy Scoop had a really good theory that she thinks that they're going to go ahead with Luann and Sonia's spinoff first and then see if they even need to do legacy like she thinks if we get it it's not going to be for a while and the more and more I hear that theory the more I have to agree with it just because we've heard nothing from Andy other than him telling Dorinda her time is coming soon so whether that's on legacy or whether that's on another girl's trip thing or another spinoff for Dorinda who knows but I was really disappointed in The Real Housewives this season. They did their signature trademark move where they promise something super big and super juicy and then it happens and it falls flat. But this year, it just felt icky. It just felt icky. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about Lisa Renna because apparently she had these receipts from Aspen and... She's saying she brought them to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the reunion, but they were never shown. And Andy, you gotta love him. He always keeps it real. He, um, clap back. This is an article from Reality TV, and he said, she had what were her Aspen receipts that we never saw, that I never saw. We didn't get to them. We didn't cut them out of the show. She never handed them over during the show. So that is the tale of Rena's receipts. 
Uh, Andy further mentioned that the receipts that Lisa did bring to the reunion were regarding the Elton John scandal with Sutton Strack. However, he said the scene was cut because enough is enough. Yeah, I agree with that. Enough was enough when it came to those freaking gala seats. Listen, who wants to hear celebrities talk about, oh, the seats were $10,000 and she never paid me back, which like shame on Lisa she didn't pay Sutton back allegedly like that is a lot of money to owe someone I don't like it when I owe someone like three bucks it will hang over my head for the next like every single second until I pay them back and they're like dude it was three bucks you really don't have to pay me back and I'm like just take it like so ten thousand dollars I can't imagine but to us the little people at home it is not relatable and it is so obnoxious it is so obnoxious like at the concert I went to there were seats closer to the stage for like 500 bucks and I'm like woof that's even steep I, I can only imagine getting those tickets and meanwhile they're they're yakking about like what ten thousand dollar seats at a gala it's ridiculous I I just don't care tell us you have money without telling us you have money that's what that was. I think Lisa's time is up on the show. She was enjoyable her first couple of seasons, but there was a fine line between stirring the shit and just being hateful and rude. And it is icky to watch her. And I don't like it anymore. She is just being a mean girl. She's just being a mean girl. And is Kathy the most perfect human to ever exist? No, no, she's not. Did she have a little childlike temper tantrum about her tequila and Rena ordering 818? Yes. Was it entertaining, though? Yes. So I just think that Lisa went way too hard on her for this whole Aspen thing, which hasn't been proven, by the way. Those receipts were never shown because they were just never brought. And I think it was Lisa's attempt to be like, I'm going to take her down. She's going to be so unlikable. I'm going to be the hero in this situation and I'm going to be loved. And it just backfired in her face. And I think the network is finally starting to hear that the fans are sick of it hopefully it is bravo who knows who knows um so on that note i think we're gonna wrap it up for this week um i will be back next week hold me freaking accountable go telly Mel- telly Medencamp. <laughs> go teddy Mellencamp on my ass and hold me accountable for doing a show next week hopefully things are not crazy and things are calming down um they're just the right amount of crazy, hopefully. But thank you so much for tuning in and staying with me, even when I can't give you everything you deserve. Um, I'm Diana Jebbia, the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Go ahead and show me some love on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Christmas is coming up, and what I want from you is to rate and review this five stars on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and follow Believe on Instagram too. Believe Network, Believe Lifestyle. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. Thanks so much, babe. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.